It will haunt you every night. Whatever it is, no one should have to encounter that kind of evil. Except you girls, I think you can handle it. Oh, all good, thanks. We have a gift. We see what no one else is willing to see. We do things others can't do. Ghostbusters. If there's a paranormal problem, we're the ones to answer the call. Hello. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What do we think of these Ghostbusters? Are they to be taken seriously? You take that aisle, I'll take the far one. Okay, you sweaty freaks. I'm about to save you from this ghost. Okay, so I don't know if it was a race thing or a lady thing, but I'm mad as hell. There's a bigger picture at hand here. Someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Hey guys, check it out. Kevin, come inside. I was born to be a Ghostbuster, all right? Oh man, that's so not good. Something big is gonna happen. The word we're looking for is apocalypse. You want to this? Yeah! The government's trying to claim the event isn't supernatural. We don't want a panic. We don't want mass hysteria. Get out of the city! Get out of the city! I will kick the unliving crap out of you! And you! Especially you! Hey! Don't move! You got a, uh... No, I'm tired. No, no, Listen. I'm just gonna go ahead and take off. How about that? I, I don't really think that's a good idea. No, going to take off. Don't piss off the ghost. Really? And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. Who, Kelly. Now, I mean, we went through election, we went through like tons and tons of stuff, but I think that watching this movie that we are about to talk about was probably the most torture I've gone through in a while. Interesting. Please elaborate. Well, if people have not guessed, we are going to be doing Ghostbusters. <gasps> Wait, so the one from 1984? Exactly. Check this out. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Oh shit, Kelly. I made a mistake. We're not doing that one. So, the one from 89 with Zool. I don't have that music queued up. (laughs) (laughs) What we are actually doing, believe it or not, I think we might have said we would never ever do this movie, but it just happened. We are doing the new Ghostbusters. 2016. Hell of a lot of a buildup. Jesus is like back in time with Huey Lewis in the news. You gotta wait 15 minutes before they start singing. Back in time? I don't look. I don't even know what to say. Or Fall Out Boy. I've been a fan of Fall Out Boy for a long time until like the last three albums, somewhere around there. But I don't normally wish violence on people. 
but something should probably happen. I mean, come on, they even have Missy Elliott. Yeah, but that doesn't shock me at all. Which part? Missy Elliott being connected to Ghostbusters in some weird way, shape. She was in freaking Moulin Rouge, for God's sakes. All I can say is at least in the whole entire movie, they never played her part of the track. Oh, that's true. Not even in the credits. Let's preface this for everyone, too. Not only did Kelly and I watch the new Ghostbusters, we also watched the extended edition of the new Ghostbusters. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, it's slightly better with the scenes they cut out. It's not. Yeah, I read a couple reviews that said that the extended edition was better. And that's why we made the decision to go along with it. But extra amounts of movie does not make this movie good. (laughs) (laughs) Character development for characters that you don't really... Oh, that's nice. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't even necessarily know where to start with this one. I guess before we get into everything, I'll just read this out even though I don't believe it to be true. It has a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb and a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, Kelly, I will ask you this, being a woman and all, because I'm going to go to you a lot on this, all right? (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Yep, I'm going to go because what was the controversy about this? It wasn't put on whether the movie was good or not. A lot of the controversy was based on this being a film around women who were rebooting a movie that people considered a classic. So I'm going to go to you a lot for this stuff to see if I'm off base on this. So at 73%, do you think that's an adequate rating of this movie? I think it's a little high. I, I'm, I'm one of those rare people who, this is, this is almost like admitting that you're a Trump supporter here. I actually <laughs> enjoyed this movie more than I was expecting to. They still can't write women. They did a horrible job in creating these particularly, these four characters. But the overall wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. I think they definitely missed out on some really great opportunities. Or they overplayed the joke to where, okay, so now it's not funny, it's annoying. But look at this thing of soup. I mean, there's, there's no wontons in here. Yeah, but that's I? not a joke. It wasn't? Because they went back to that fucking well four times. Are you sure? Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. Just checking. I am happy that Because everybody were... has that Chinese food guy. I'm just saying. We're just like, fucking Chang's working tonight? I'm not going to get shit. I don't know. Maybe I have good Chinese food places that I go to. I don't know. Yeah, it I'm seems... going to blame the area you live in. It seems in 2016 that maybe Chinese food jokes wouldn't be written into a movie. Oh, uh, did you not get the memo? It's okay to make fun of Asians, apparently, because that's what Hollywood keeps doing. Oh, no, no, no. I completely understand that. No, no, don't get me wrong on that one. I completely understand. What I don't understand is, I guess because they are rebooting an 80s movie, why would you be making hack jokes from the 80s? I guess that's the only thing I can think of. Because Hollywood can't write women. But Paul Feig is supposed to write women well. Apparently not. Well, don't go too far. You know, he comes after people that talk the truth about his movies. So (laughs) did you read those? Did you when you were researching, did you read any of that stuff? Allegedly, he has vindictive powers over people on Twitter that were very, very happy about Ghostbusters not doing well and probably not getting a sequel. As I said, the movie lost over 70 million somewhere around there. That's something I read. Yeah, I mean the budget the budget for it was 144 and they grossed only 128 and for an opening weekend in July, so a box office summer movie, it only made 46. Right. So that's 
really bad. <laughs> it's it's really for bad. For that kind of budget. <laughs> no, no, it's very bad. And I think that's why I kind of think it's a little conspiracy-ish that the Rotten Tomatoes rating is so high. Because I think that the people that reviewed it didn't want the backlash of saying that it was a bad movie because there were women starring in it. Lovely. I mean, that's just we can't opinion. be honest because, you know, we can't hurt the feminine set or we can't put them down. Or does this have to do with not being paid equally? It's, it, it's all one big. It's one of those things. Anyway, it's one of those things. But that's yeah, apparently. I mean, but that's my conspiracy theory on it. I would have this down in the 30s or 40 percentile. Okay, I'll give you high 40s. Yeah, something where I could see people enjoying this movie if they have never seen Ghostbusters before. I find it hard. See, now I'm going to go the opposite way because there's enough fun, like little nostalgic bullshit things that they do in it where you're like, okay, that actually is kind of funny. There are only a few. Well, no, so I'm saying. I would like. I still said high 40s. I didn't say 70. Like, I would like you to read your list right now. (laughs) What are those high points so we could talk about them? I do want some positivity in this, so go ahead. All right. I mean, I like them discovering the logo. I liked the them dancing around for the twenty one thousand dollars a month to rent the firehouse. That was fun for me. Like, I like like that random little bullshit stuff. I kind of like that instead of using the original Ecto One, which was a uh, uh, an ambulance. They yes. used a Hearse. that's funny. Like, I like that. That fits it a little bit better. Okay. All right. Like, I'm not giving it a lot of credit, but there's some, like, little moments where I'm like, okay, that is actually kind of... You get a nod. Like, that's... I thought the dancing scenes were a little pandering because I thought that was, once again, not writing women well, where it's like, oh, if something good happens, then women dance about it. Well, yeah, but that, that I'm not telling... I'm not believe me. By no means am I saying that these four characters were written well. No. Whatsoever. Because they weren't. Absolutely not. That was the surprise part for me. I thought they would be written well. I don't know. Look... I thought Bridesmaids was written well. I don't think that the point that they wanted got across the way that they wanted it to. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, that's for sure. But in general, I thought that that was better written than Ghostbusters was. Mm, I would actually put Ghostbusters above Bridesmaids, but that's how much I hate Bridesmaids. Oh, okay. Well, look, I'm not a huge fan of Bridesmaids either, (laughs) but I thought they used a lot of the same cues in this movie too. I mean, look, we get it. Oh, yeah. Women can shit and vomit in front of people. Like, we get it. I'm not a fan when men do it. So I'm also not a fan when women do it. Like, I'm not that... Yeah, I don't like the shit and piss jokes for any gender. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, No, yeah. Because it's crappy writing. Like, you're going to... Like, it's really... It's fart jokes and tit jokes. Like, really? Like... Yeah. Come on, guys. Were you laughing... Slightly more intelligent than that. Were you laughing when Melissa McCarthy was spewing slime all over the bathroom... Like, was that really funny? That was not in the version I watched. I thought you watched the extended edition. I have the extended edition on now. I watched oh. the original because I was going to do the comparison because I want to see what was different. Oh, that's, that is interesting then. Okay. So, yeah, the version I saw, I could only watch this once. <laughs> so well, Yeah. So, I'm not going to say that the one that I initially, the, the theatrical, is that much better. But it might watching this extended one might make me hate this movie a little bit more for you. So, there you go. Oh, okay. We should have just read our text message conversation as I was like, when is this going to be over? I don't understand how long this movie is. This is crazy. I will say this. The two people I was watching this movie with in every single jump scared definitely jumped 
I found that entertaining. Yeah, they did a bunch of jump scares in this movie. Weird. Why? Right? I know. I think this movie kind of suffered from not knowing what it wanted to be. Yeah. Like, was it going to be a reboot? Was it a shot-by-shot remake? Like, was it like Star Wars The Force Awakens? What was it supposed to be? And then they added in these extra horror moments that the original Ghostbusters didn't have because they didn't do the jump scares, if I remember correctly. No, not really. Like, there was, like, some, like, creepy aspects, but there was something... Um, obviously everybody knew that they're going to have shit fly at you. Uh, Yay. Thank you. 3d movies. Good job with that one. (laughs) But you're adding crap to this that I don't care. Like really? Well, some people Mm. did apparently. I know. And I do. I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but just so people are aware and look, you might hate me for saying this, but I am not a huge fan of the original Ghostbusters. So I'm not even someone right now who's attacking the movie for it being worse. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even one of those purists. It's like, you can't remake Ghostbusters. I don't think they should remake any movies. The only time I think a movie should be remade is if it was bad. Yeah. I mean, there are thousands upon thousands, maybe even a million by now, (laughs) movies that are terrible. Why not remake those movies? Like, why do you have to remake movies that were considered good or classics, whatever it happens to be? So I'm not even that person who's like, oh, this is blasphemy. How dare they make Ghostbusters over again? I just don't like fucking remakes or reboots altogether. Well, no, yeah, because, I mean, it's just showing a lack of imagination. But the only reason they're doing that now, which we've hashed over a bunch of times, is Hollywood doesn't have a pair of balls and won't actually throw any money towards something that they won't necessarily get a return on, which is funny because this movie didn't make its money back. And none of the main characters had balls. So perfect analogy right there. You're welcome. But um, if I didn't have the Ghostbusters music up, I would have used my, <laughs> my rim shot sound. Uh, well, here's editing. also a question for you. Who do you think did the best job in this movie? What Dan character? Aykroyd. <laughs> that terribly, <laughs> terribly done line that he did? You mean the, the, the five seconds he's in? The, he's like, and peace out. I'm an executive producer, yeah. and I didn't want a bigger role in this. Yeah. And I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Bam. You know I'm saying. With no, like, no acting whatsoever. <laughs> it was so bad. Well, really, because the cab driver just called it, and he's like, fuck it, I'm here, I'll do it. And he forgot to hawk his, uh, his skull vodka. As well. I'm surprised it wasn't like big old bumper sticker on the back of the taxi. So, but seriously, who did the best job in this movie? You know what the answer is. Don't lie. Okay, I want to hear your opinion now. It's Kevin. Chris Helmsworth did the best out of everyone. He was the most irritating for me. Most irritating? Most irritating because they did not do that joke even remotely correctly. Which joke? Because it's the, the whole idea of that they're playing on sexism. Oh, it's of course. That guys can hire some hot blonde chick and she doesn't have to be, you know, she can be stupid and still get away with stuff. Right. They made him borderline mentally rich, so it was right. annoying and not funny. Yes. But for comedic acting, he did better than every single person in this movie. Oh, well, yeah. No, because you could just kind of phone it in. It's easy to play that up. Like, really? I don't know. If they had put someone else in that role, like one of them, I'm not sure they could have done it. After this movie... Look, yeah, but none of them are hot enough to play that role to where it would be believable. But um, I liked a couple things. Like I liked the ability to play on a bit that they were going for. So when he was talking about things being loud and he would cover his eyes, that is fine. But then when they show the 
photo shoot pictures that he has, and the one is him playing the saxophone, and the other one's him listening to the saxophone, he should have had the saxophone up to his eye. You see yeah. what I mean? That's called joke Missed writing. Opportunity. Yeah. Right. It's, it's laziness is what it is. But which one of them makes him look more like a doctor? Exactly. The listening one, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Really, look, I made a list. There's like four. We'll, we'll get to them. There's like four lines in this movie that made me laugh. And one of them was his when he said when he's just walking around, like moving shit around while they're you know deciding whether they're going to hire him or not. And he just all of a sudden looks at their aquarium and goes, did you guys know that an aquarium is a submarine for fish? And then just walks away. <laughs> it's just, he was so proud of That's his moment. Not in my movie. Oh, nope. so one of the, I bet you, actually, I bet you my favorite line isn't even in your version. Damn it. My favorite line of the movie is when they're doing his interview. Okay. And he draws the picture of the ghost with the breasts. Okay. You, you had that, right? Oh, yeah, I had that. Okay, all right. Well, then, did you hear when Kate McKinnon, it's kind of just mentioned, that's why it might not be in your version, but she just goes, did you guys know that ghost tits is my nickname in college? Yep, nope. Yep, that's a good fucking <laughs> <Nope>. line. <laughs> and I had a feeling that that wouldn't be in the PG-13 version of the movie. But yeah, ghost tits. It's great. It yeah. works perfectly. Yeah, so there, there you go. You didn't even get two great lines. No, because no, well, I mean, the first thing that made me laugh, which I, I don't know if I'm embarrassed to, to say that I actually enjoyed this or not. I know exactly. Which You want me to tell you what, what you laughed at? Yeah. I bet you laughed at the recording. No. <laughs> 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 all right sorry that go was an eye roll thank you actually i got a kick out of um melissa's dean that she's trying to get more money out of and his whole thing with oh, the, the middle the finger birds. thing yeah, yeah yeah that i found very interesting i'm like this is actually kind of impressive um there you go he was good at what he was doing that is for We're sure saying. ridiculously old jokes but it was right yeah it was yeah. interesting enough Look, like should i actually seen recycled in a really long time nice Lots of static. But yeah, I, I seriously. And you, and you hear voices too? I always hear voices. This. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, get closer to your mic. Trying to make it better. Ah, we yep. got you. That's the thing. I love it when women make fart dick and whatever jokes. Like, it's great, right? That makes us all equal, right? No? It doesn't? That's weird. It's better because it came from the front. That line was not in mine. Because this was an extended cut that was also a director's cut, I don't think they liked that line in the first movie, so they took it out of the second one. <laughs> yeah. But I did read that that was a line. I was like, they didn't say that. Yes, they did. Yeah, they switched <laughs> some things around. They definitely did. All right. But seriously, I would say Kevin, for me, was the best character, for sure, like far and away. And then if you wanted to take who was the best as the Ghostbusters team, it was obviously Kate McKinnon. She's the one I hated the most out of this group. What? Go I on. I felt like your ad writing for this character shined the best through her. Because you're not giving me anybody that's even remotely believable. And you didn't take it far enough to where you're like, okay, you're that character. Because she keeps jumping. Is she really into the science? Is she really into – like, I don't know where who you are and where you're going. So you're kind of just annoying. You honestly can't tell me that she was worse written than Leslie Jones's character. She was the most believable for me. Really? I thought she was the most I, I stereotypical be, one. Well, no, yeah, but she was the most believable for me. Uh, I don't, I don't. And agree. she wasn't as annoying as the other three. Like for some reason, like I, I, I was expecting her to be the one that I was going to be super irritated with, and I was completely fine with her character. 
Well, Melissa McCarthy annoys the shit out of me in everything she does. Yeah, but I, she plays the same character. No, but this was completely different than her normal character. Like, the only thing they threw in here that was the same as all of her other movies was the vomiting slime, which you didn't even see. That was oh. the only thing. The rest of it, she's almost the straight person in this movie compared oh, no, yeah. to everyone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She's definitely way more toned down and slightly more intelligent than her normal characters. And that's the only thing I can say about her is I think she is relatively different in this, but I hate her in everything she does. I find yeah. Leslie Jones, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, I find them all to be very, very funny when they have good writing for them. Like, I think they're very funny people. But that's, okay. I don't know. I, I look at, like, I even pulled up the New York Times. They wrote a review, and I just had to pull it up because their fucking headline was, Girls Rule, Women Are Funny, Get Over It. That's their fucking review. Like, that's just absolute bullshit. I don't know. Am I so sheltered from regular real people that I don't understand what's going on with society? Like, maybe I don't. But I just... If only we could tell you guys where Ian actually lived and you'd understand his pain and suffering. It's true. It's very true. Because <laughs> you're kind of in your own little weird bubble where you are. Just I, saying. I guess so. I just... I don't know. I've always found women to be funny. So this isn't a new thing for me. I could rattle off a huge list of women comedians that would be amazing to go watch all the time. Like, I just... I don't get this whole men are different than women and men are saying, no, we won't go see this because women aren't funny. Really? I don't think that is a thing anymore. Sure, people have their opinions on who they think is the funniest person or whatnot. Some people don't connect to certain issues with comedy and whatnot. But in general, are people still saying that? Are we stuck in the 80s? Did I miss something? <laughs> I think the problem is... is they're, they're taking this one particular movie and saying that if you don't like this movie, then that means you don't like women comedians yeah. and all women aren't funny in your opinion. That which pisses is crap. me off, yeah. The reason that we don't find this movie funny is because it's not funny. She, they they <laughs> not did not funny. write women well at all in this movie. And they usually can. If you get past two women in a movie as, as strong lead characters, you get repeats. Or you get some random mesh of a person that isn't real so it's not believable so you don't care and that's not funny i don't know why hollywood can't write a group of women but they can't yeah unless I've, their characters are already well established being that they came from a tv series that were based around them that's uh, a little bit different so, other than that mm, i'll tell you but the, even then those movies sucked sex and the city both of them oh, sucked please come on let's not even come on we're gonna talk about girls and sex in the city <laughs> They're the most unrealistic portrayals of women I've ever seen. But they're, at least they're four different characters. You don't have repeats. Well, in Girls, you have repeats of Sex and the City characters. Well, yeah, duh. Because everybody can, I, you know, you've got to be one of the four. Screw you. Yeah, seriously. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that's one of the four characters in real life. I don't know. Hopefully I don't not. Want to. Yeah, yeah. I, why would you ever want to meet one of them? Like, they're awful, awful people. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like the Seinfeld characters. None of these are good people. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true as well. Yeah. yeah, I would never want to be friends with a Seinfeld person. No. Maybe friends. Maybe friends because they seem like good people. Yeah, but they all sleep with each other, and that's weird. Friends don't do that. I'm sorry. If I break up with my boyfriend and then one of my best friends decides that she wants to sleep with him too and we're all cool and we hang out and that's awesome, that's weird. People don't do that. But they got over their differences, you know? Apparently. <laughs> Where to God go, guys? I'm happy you're so progressive in the 90s where that's totally okay. Yeah, though, I've watched some previous episodes and you wouldn't believe the amount of gay jokes that I'm like, whoa, 
I did not catch yeah. that before. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. They weren't as tolerant as we originally <laughs> thought they were. But I will tell you, the only movie I can legitimately think of that was written well for women, there's probably two. Heathers? Not a comedy. No. Oh, no, no. This, these two aren't comedies. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I just, Heathers is one, and The Descent was the other. All women. All, right. all women in The Descent. And I thought that was a very well done, but it's a horror movie. But it was well done. No, they can write them. They can't write comedically for them in a movie past four. Little Women, which is a classic movie, is actually a really great movie. And it's a shit ton of women in that movie. I've uh, never seen it or read the book. I think it was yeah. ruined for me during an episode of Friends, actually. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I believe they compared The Shining and Little Women in yeah. a particular episode. Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's why you keep the book in the freezer. It helps. Yes, that's right. I like that. That was actually, that was original. I like that idea. All right. Well, let's also, let's get to this real quick. All right. So here's our list of cameos. So one of them was Ozzy Osbourne. He had one line. (laughs) I will say something here. I do live in Boston, as many people know. This movie was shot in Boston. And it is funny to watch the movie because you can tell that is absolutely not New York. No. Yeah, no. No scene shows New York because it was all shot here. So for the quote, I'm going to say quote unquote metal scene because whatever was on stage, they didn't even have Ozzy on stage. It was awful. (laughs) It gave metal a bad name. And that's one of the reasons why I hate this movie. (laughs) just because of that alone. But I knew it was going to be bad because they actually did an open casting call for quote unquote metal heads. And I thought about doing it. You should have totally done this. I would have had to take off work. But I was looking for people oh. that I knew. I was looking. I was like, wait a second. Do I know any of these people? Because I go to shows all the time. I'm assuming I would have seen them. But I did not. Which means they didn't really do open, open, probably. As much right. as I said. But that whole scene was ridiculous. Because also, I think Ozzy played in a similar... Like, I know which theater that is. I think he did that like a long, long time ago. Probably with Black Sabbath. But that is not the place where you have those kind of shows now. It's just not. So why did they do that? Because they want to show you how classy and fancy metal actually is. I could tell you some stories about that. (laughs) 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 Anyways, that's for people to listen to Ian Hates Music. Mm. All right. So Ozzy had one line in the movie and it was shit. And then that was it. Next, you had Annie Potts who came back to be the desk clerk in the hotel. (laughs) Were you that excited? No, it's one of those, why do you, oh, I know who you are. Like, it was that moment. Right. That's all I got. That's true. And then somehow was just like, oh, hey, people that aren't authority figures, why don't you go and fire our janitor? We, we, we talked about this. We didn't say there was good writing in this no. whatsoever. That's true. Ernie Hudson showed up as Leslie Jones's uncle who owned the funeral Shocking parlor. that that was going to show him, really? He got one or two lines and that was it. Then right. Sigourney Weaver showed up at the end of the movie during the credits Yep, as Kate McKinnon's mentor, which was strange. <laughs> then Dan Aykroyd as a cab driver, as we already mentioned. Right. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, yep. which I was very annoyed that they brought back. Yeah, but it's a Macy's balloon, which I believe it actually was a Macy's balloon. And then got popped by a Swiss Army knife. Well, yeah. But it's a ghost. Yeah, but... Uh- Yes, yeah, so let's let's debate actual, you know, <laughs> specter phenomenon here on whether or not shit actually works. 
You're, you're right. I, yes. I, I'll bow to you on that A whole one. different show. <laughs> then you had Bill Murray as Martin Heiss, and in the movie, he's a character that debunks people that say ghosts are real. <sighs> yeah, I was pretty sad about that. Yeah. Then Slimer came back, and I do like Slimer. I remember I was living in England. I was living in England, and at one point, I was very, very, very young. My parents had picked me up. They had this Ghostbusters like soda can, and when you opened it up, a Slimer came out. Like a ghost Slimer came out and then dissipated. I still know how they did it. It was cool. Interesting. I mean, it was in England, so they probably didn't have the regulations around. It's probably some like toxic. Like, oh, no, it's asbestos, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> but then they had him show up with another Slimer girl. And I was like, why does Slimer have to be with his own kind? Like, why the racism? Why can't he like other ghosts? Why does he have to like a Slimer ghost? Why are ghosts not just asexual? I don't really, but okay. It was very strange. he kind of comes off very asexual anyway. Well, he just wants some food, you know? That's what turns him on. Yeah. I just don't know in a movie that's supposed to be progressive, why would he have to find a girl Slimer to like? Wearing a hairdo from the 50s, by the way. Well, remember, this was when they kind of went back in time. Remember when for some reason they brought back old New York City because they couldn't make Boston look like what it's supposed to look like? So they're right. Like, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, no, we're killing pilgrims, apparently. Yeah, that was – they did that a lot. And then did yeah. in yours, did Lenny Clark show up as the Boston ghost? No. Oh, so Lenny Clark shows up – Oh no, I think he was just a Boston Red Sox fan. He shows up in a bar. It's when they were showing all the ghosts escaping in New York. He shows up in a bar and he goes, Yankees suck. And then looks at the camera basically and goes, why am I in New York? And then they cut away. <laughs> so stupid. Seriously? And I like Lenny wow. Clark a lot, but I guess it was a nod to Boston. Cool. Even though you could tell you filmed here. And then, of course, Harold Ramis could not be in the movie because he passed away. But they did have a bust of him. I just forget what scene. Yeah, I think they could have done that better. I think if... When she's leaving Columbia, if they walked by like a teacher's door and it had his name on it, like yeah. they could have done something like that, which would have been way better than. Well, no, they had to show that super awkward long scene where Kristen Wiig is pretending that she didn't get fired and she's doing lift ups with the box like she's doing weights and then everyone's ignoring her instead of saying goodbye. Right. I guess. I, yeah. Yeah. Because we need to fill an extra. 30 seconds of movie so we're just going to draw this out for you a little bit i wasn't sure if maybe that was just extended in the extended edition nope and lastly i do want to talk about the end credit scene you know after the whole entire dancing scene that they had to do long 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 when you finally made it through the credits and you had the scene where leslie jones is listening to the recorder and i thought they were going to go back to the joke again Rehash. Yeah, right. I thought they were going to, and that's how it was set up. But instead, she just goes, oh, that's weird. Have you guys heard of Zool? Yeah. And then it was like, dun, dun, dun. And they, So I'm not sure. Are they saying that that's a prequel to Ghostbusters? No, it's going to be this, It's gonna be there. So Zool's going to come back, and they're going to pretend well, yeah. like nothing happened before, but now they're well, going no, to. But, I mean, you can't really destroy Zool anyway, though. Like, it's kind of, it's like Freddy Krueger. Like, he can keep coming back. It's the same kind of. There's no Dana, only Zool. 
There you go. I don't know. Hasn't every superhero movie redone Zool already? <laughs> like, didn't Suicide right? Squad just do it? <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course they can't get rid of Zool. But hopefully there is no sequel. So right now they said it depends on how well they do with the Blu-rays and everything. Let's hope it doesn't happen. I think all these people can be better used in other capacities in this movie. Absolutely. I'll give you that. The one person I was looking forward to never happened to make an appearance in this movie, and it saddens me. One of my favorite Canadians. Canadians? Canadians. Well, he doesn't. Mm, Poontang. He doesn't anyway. do movies anymore. I know. That sucks. Well, uh. I mean, this is kind of taste-wise, too, though, to not have No, it. yeah. Well, yeah. Good choice. But still, it kind of would have been. like, But they could have still done a nod, too, in that regard. Anyway. Uh, Rick Moranis. Yes. Uh, all you Honey, I Shrunk the Kid fans out there, just to clarify. Or anything that he's done. Yeah, pretty much. Little Giants is even great. God. <laughs> but basically, I mean, there's no reason to even talk about the plot, the quote-unquote plot of the movie, because it's the exact same thing as right. the original Ghostbusters, pretty much. I just, I don't know. There are so many questions like, so the main bad guy, who's the one who's going to break the barrier to the world and let all the ghosts out and stuff. So he, for some reason, has the power to possess people, but no one else did. Like, no other ghosts were able to do that. And when he possesses Kevin, why all of a sudden does he become a different personality? Because he is not an outgoing person. So why would he lead everyone in a dance-off? Because if you have that kind of body that you've never had before, you're going to see what it can do. Like, come on. Everybody knows that. Like, it's one of those, if I, for some reason, woke up and I was really short, there's some shit I'd want to try out, just because I've never been short before. Okay, they just didn't seem like it was in his personality to do those things. That's why I was just like, eh. Like, I get what they're doing But they were leading up to that, though. They kept saying that. Like, he's just like, I really should have worked out when I was alive. This is kind of fun. This is kind of awesome. Like, that's, they were were leading up to. I don't know. I just don't, I don't connect the personalities. I think he should have been more of killing people and doing all the things that. A weirdo like him would do you know okay that's just my opinion on that one too. i think he was a very minor like who gives a shit character oh well yeah he was a throwaway villain because they didn't really give you enough background to be like so wait why are you opening up the portal to hell like it was kind of like i well, don't was, yeah he was bullied as a kid probably and now every well people talk to him like he's a crazy person but he acts crazy and he isn't someone you would want to be around like he deserves the bullying that he gets because right, right. you're bringing this upon yourself. Yeah, he's a bad person. <laughs> like that's right. kind of the way he is. So yeah, he's the one who's putting these machines that are, what, what was the stupid mantra they kept on saying? I don't even remember. That's how dumb it was. It was like, put the pressure on the lines and then break the barrier. They're like fault lines, but it, it, they're energy lines that yeah. are, that are, so wait, are you saying that you're not up on your ghost lore? Come on, Ian. They had like Jesus. three things they kept on saying over and over again. And here's another thing that I didn't like. So at one point, they do the whole, like, they don't know what to call themselves. And all of a sudden, the TV turns on and it's like ghost hunters or something like that. They completely ripped off Supernatural. Like, remember right. how they have, they have the side group that's supposed to be like them, but they're for TV instead? Like, right. They brought them back every like other season so that you didn't get tired of them. And they had real storylines. Like They just completely ripped that idea off, but then didn't go ahead with it. Right. That was it. 
you know, I was waiting for that to have some sort of crossover or to them to make reference to like Homeland Security be like, we've planted them too. Like, you know, yeah, like you something. gotta, because you set it up and they didn't go anywhere with it. Yeah, the Secret Service stuff didn't work at work, all. Yeah, at all. I will say I had one good line from the mayor's helper. Uh, Cecily Strong is her name from SNL. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. One good line from her and one good line from the mayor himself. Can you think what scene I'm thinking of? Because maybe it wasn't even in your... It wasn't even Don't in compare your, me to the mayor from Jaws. Yes, that was... That was one when he got so upset. Never compare me to the mayor in Jaws. Never! <laughs> that was great because I do love that comparison. That Anytime I see a movie with a mayor that will not shut something down, I go, mayor right. from Jaws. Yep. <laughs> it's the 4th of July. Yes, I always remember that. We but, need these beaches. This is a tourist. Yeah, this is... <laughs> I-, I can quote that unless you bypass continue no it's true and then the same scene though when cecily strong is watching kristen wig try to get into the all glass building pretty much and she's trying to open them like sliding doors she says oh she thinks it's a sliding door she thinks they're all doors that's sad she's a scientist that was (laughs) that was good but other than that it was just like the comedy quote-unquote was so few and far between it's supposed to be like, it's a hit and miss, but it's mostly all miss. So then every now and then when you get something that isn't necessarily gold, you're just like, oh, thank God. Okay, I can laugh at that, though. And it's not fair to blame the women in this movie because it's the writing. Now, if Kristen Wiig was a writer on the movie, if other people in this movie were writers on it, then you could blame them for it. But I don't think that was the case here. No. That's the sad part. I mean, everyone knows the story. Everyone knows what's going on. I understand the studios not wanting to turn this down. You know, it's a gold mine. It's it's Ghostbusters. It's supposed to do well, but the backlash was so venomous. It just really was. And I appreciated that people are finally standing up against this stuff. But what I was also sad about in the movie was multiple times, I don't know if this was in your edition or not, but multiple times they were talking about comments on YouTube. And it's got to be specifically about what people are saying online when this was coming out, but they never went for the throat. Where was right. where was the real like venom back? They should have played with it more, but they didn't. And that also is showing that the writing wasn't where it should be because they could have really got some laughs on that if they had read actual comments and then had things to actually say back that were funny. That's true, yeah. That would have worked, That's- but they just didn't. I want to say there's some sort of legal reprimand behind that, but that's still such crap, though. Like, especially if you, do it in the extended edition. Do it like do it in some sort of special, not in the theatrical release. Right. But give us something, and then that alone will restart the story. Right. Like, I'm sorry if I, you know, if we're watching this and we we realize that this is what they're doing, that's hysterical, and obviously we're going to talk about that and promote it because okay, you guys are actually kind of making up for how much this writing sucks because now you're putting an actual effort and defending your movie and yeah they just couldn't do it i mean they tried with the the guy with the handheld phone that was interviewing them and they were like go back to your mom's basement he's like well i will once i'm done talking to you it's like that's hack those are old jokes make it better you can really really hit someone hard if you wanted to and you're just pulling your punches so why do that is there really anything else no to talk about there really isn't and that's a, that's a sad thing. Look, it probably wasn't as bad as people said it was. I went in this, obviously, not thinking anything of the movie. 
But I also came out of it not thinking anything about the movie either. Like, it wasn't a good movie. That's why I think that Rotten Tomatoes rating is pretty bullshit. I think people got pressured to not be like, oh, if you go ahead and you say this was a bad movie, you're anti-women. And that's what we talked about originally. (laughs) I think it's ridiculous. It's fucking Uh, dumb. So you can have your opinion on movies and separate everything else from that. And that's what this movie wasn't able to do. They weren't able to separate themselves from the criticism when people started hating the trailers. What did they do? They made a new trailer that showed more Chris Helmsworth. Mm. Why did you back down on that? Were you right. You were absolutely afraid because you knew he had the best lines in the movie. That's what you were afraid of. So you're like, oh, well, we better showcase him now because people don't like to see their bad jokes. So why didn't you write the women better? The whole thing is making fun of internet people for talking about how bad the movie is. Let's reverse the sexism. So let's have the dumb blonde male secretary. And then also when they showed all the police and everything, most of them were men. Like multiple times they were talking about the Secret Service. Oh, we can't let these men get us. Like these men aren't better than we are. We can do this. We're women. We're better than men. That's the theme they tried for the whole movie, but it still didn't work. And then, Absolutely. Wh- and then why have Melissa McCarthy's hair and Kristen Wiig's hair turn white when they went into the ghost dimension for that second? Like, why did they even do that? Was it so that they could make the joke at the end of the movie about how she changed her hair color to Garfield? And it wasn't Garfield the cat, it was the president? Like, how is that funny? Garfield, the president, didn't have orange hair. They didn't do for the joke that that's more ghost lore that they try to like randomly throw at you for some reason. Like either you go at it and you give us full ghost lore or you don't. Like you can't half ass it this way. It has to do with. Um, you got a whole ass. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, thank <laughs> go you. big, go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it has to do with when you step into that that dimension. Um, it, it's, you know, they scared me so badly my hair turned white. It's that kind of a. It oh, has no, to do no. with that. I got that, but there was no. <laughs> There's no, point no, there's no payoff to it. Yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. Well, I'm just saying, like, either you put in all the lore and continue with it so it's you're expecting it, or don't do it at all because it's just kind of like, really? Agreed. Why? Well, Kelly, anything else you would like to, as a woman, get off your chest about this movie? Ha 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 ha. Um Ghost Hits. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. Um, oh, that's a good hashtag. So I am intrigued by all the, as opposed to just having the proton packs, all these little random, interesting little grenades and bullshit that they ended up with. I thought that was, why? Well, it was fine, but also when they had the end fight scene that went on way too long, when Kate McKinnon is going through with like her weird proton guns that, I don't know, whatever they did, anytime they like touched a ghost... That ghost would then fall down and disappear. But that wasn't the point of what those weapons are supposed to do. You're not supposed to disintegrate a ghost. You're supposed to capture ghosts, but not with this new stuff, I guess. So it was this whole action scene they were trying for, which just went on for so long. And none of the weaponry made any sense. You're supposed to be like, okay, that's what it does. Sure. That's cool. So this is going to be fun to play in the video game, I guess, and collect the weapons. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of epic, long, slow-mo action scenes, <laughs> which always, as you know from listening to the podcast, makes movies so much better when you do that. 
Uh, this was a tough one. Lots and lots of slow motion. I get it. Fighting with CGI, you kind of need to do something, but uh, you shouldn't be doing hand-to-hand combat with apparitions anyway. Right. Just a little ridiculous, a little bit. Once again, another thing that didn't need to be done. See, uh, we're just we're, as a budget person. I'm just saying you didn't have to do the 144 million. Like you probably could have shot this probably around 60 and made your money back. That's all. So then, I guess the question to you, Kelly, is: Would you recommend this to people? No. <laughs> it's not like it's not a venomous. You lose credibility for with me. It's one of those like I, I'm not going to prejudge you if you told me that you went and saw this movie. A little bit, because I mean, if you paid fifteen bucks in the movie theater, that that sucks. Yeah. But like, I spent the two bucks on Amazon. Eh, I look at it as it's kind of like playing the lottery. You hope you win, but you know you're not getting the two bucks back. Like that's just how it how <laughs> sure. it is for me. Yeah, for me, it's it's more. I don't like reboots and sequels to most things. So with Ghostbusters, I don't know why. With everything that happened between people not wanting to do the third movie. All the back and forth that they had with Harold Ramis passing away. It just seemed weird to have people come back into this movie like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and everyone coming back and then not being themselves. Why weren't they their characters from the original? Like, how come they couldn't right. make something? Because, like I said, this movie didn't know what it wanted to be. Was it a, an origin story? Was it a reboot? Was it a sequel? Like, what is it? Why couldn't they just put their foot down and say, we're getting the whole cast together, they're passing the mantle off, or that one was in New York and now we're in Boston and we're starting a new... Whatever it happened to be, why didn't they right. just do it? I think that's what makes us suffer a little bit more, too. It's not only all the bad reviews, of course, because it isn't a good movie. We have the bar set so low that we can walk into this going, okay, well, I didn't want to gouge my ears out. You know, obviously, because right. that's what I see from and I hear from my eyes. But, um, yeah, like I told you, people, he is pretty. Let me put my glasses on and poke my I was eyes. Gonna say, <laughs> Instagram to come. No, that's not happening. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's just one of those things. I could never recommend this movie to people. There's just no reason to do it because you're not going to yeah. get enough out of it. It's not a fun one. It's not it's not like a wicker man. You know, this isn't a, you're just laughing. It's not that bad. Yeah, you're not, you're not laughing your way through this going like, I can't believe they did that. This is just, it's a little sad and embarrassing for the people involved in it. And I think that's what sucks because I will not take away from anyone's talent in this movie because there are a ton of amazing people. And like I said, I don't like Melissa McCarthy, whatever she does, but I like everyone else in the movie. And it's kind of a shame that they got used this way and now, you know, the constant sliming of people, was that supposed to be really funny? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just off on that. See, I also feel like, so you keep bringing up the extended dance scenes and the sliming. The version I watch, not nearly as much as what is what you had to go through. Because like I'm, I'm now seeing dance scenes that I've not seen before. Oh, I'm okay. like, these weren't in there. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Like we talked about Donnie Darko, the director's cut. There's a reason why they put certain scenes in there. I don't know their reason for putting any of these extra scenes in here. I would not recommend it. Kelly would not recommend it. So let's just end it there. There you go. I I did want to say something, though. It's the same way that I said in our very first episode where we did Star Wars The Force Awakens that I said the election 
is because of Star Wars The Force Awakens why Donald Trump would win. I think that this movie plays a little part in why Hillary Clinton lost. Lost. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the reason why Trump won and you have a reason why Hillary Clinton lost. That's going to be my political humor for today. So, Kelly, yeah. do you have anything to plug? Sure. You can always find me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy. Nerdy Girl Ivy. There we go. Mm. Talking second language. It's nice. <laughs> um, and then, of course, on Facebook, uh, Nerdy Girl Ivy. I would like to thank Kelly for being on today's show and for going through <laughs> having to watch this. You're welcome. <laughs> and then I would also like to thank all you haters out there. Thank you very much Ooh. for tuning in every week. We are going to continue our contest. Remember that the way to enter is to go on iTunes, rate us five stars, and leave a comment. We'll definitely get to that. And it definitely, definitely helps the show out a lot. So please do that if you can. Also on Stitcher, Google Play Music, and every other podcast listening app, really. Yeah. You can also find every single episode of Ian Hates Movies and... Ian Hates Music, ianhates.com. Stream and download everything for free there. And then you can interact with me, Twitter and Instagram, at Ian Hates Podcast, Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. Then you can also, lastly, email me, ianhates at gmail.com. So, Kelly, any final words? No, I got nothing quippy for this particular <laughs> moment. Well, then I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.